Thank you to our sponsor for season two, Punto Space. The contemporary raw space combines capacity with intimacy. Four distinct spaces on three levels encompass more than 3,500 square feet. Custom configurations, a state-of-the-art audio-visual system, and full-service support provide endless possibilities for realizing your creative vision. Welcome to Currency Shift, the podcast where we showcase and share insights from first, only, and the disruptive. These are people who are creating new lanes and carving new paths for women, people of color, and diversity and inclusion. My name is Shade Simone. Let's get started. We have Lotori in the house. Woo! Yes. Let's take a little sip. Celebrate. Oh, I'm blending the top. <laughs> I am out in Miami, Florida. I hear Latori Knowles, one of my good, good, good people who is now a chef. <laughs> I'm so excited for her to introduce herself. Well, I'm Latori. I am the owner of Fork and Fresh Catering Services. Um, yeah, man, I love to cook. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so basically, we, we do uh, catering, personal chef services, dinner parties, you name it. We cook it. We do it. Um, it's about bringing people together with, through food. So that's what I love to do, and that's what I'm building towards, is building a company that brings people together through a culinary experience. I am excited about it. Um, on her social media, she posts some delicious looking food from appetizers to entrees to this very unique concept um, that I still have yet to try, which is uh, red velvet cornbread. <laughs> You'll get it before you leave Miami. Don't worry. I appreciate that. <laughs> like, I don't. Like, you guys should check out her Instagram, like, right now. Like, pull over. Um, pull out your Instagram on, on the train. Like, pull over in your car, on the bus, wherever. And just, like, type in at Forkin. Fresh. Underscore fresh. Yes. And look at the red velvet cornbread. Or you can go to the Forkin shelf as well. I have pictures on there, though. It's so good. <laughs> okay, so, Latori, let's take, like, ten steps back. Because uh, we got lost in the food um, vortex. So let's take a step back. And let's talk about when you were younger, what were some of your childhood aspirations and dreams? When I was younger, I didn't know what I wanted to be or do. Mm -hmm. I was going to do everything. Um, I know that I wanted to be a teacher. I wanted to work with dogs. And I don't even like dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do everything. And cooking was probably not on my list mm -hmm. at all. Um, I took a home ec class in middle school and I made a basic white sauce and I know everybody know about ramen noodles. I took that basic white sauce and I put it on every cup of noodles that I had in the house. And I would tell everybody who well, I made this basic white sauce. I put a little garlic in it, a little black pepper in it. <laughs> and everybody thought it was just grand. Mm -hmm. So from that point I was like, Oh, I can do this. I made some peanut butter pudding. It was the saltiest what? pudding of my life, but I made it. Yeah. <laughs> And from that moment, like making that pudding and making that basic white sauce in school, I just fell in love with cooking. But I come from a cooking family. So mm -hmm. my dad had a restaurant growing up. You know, he had several food trucks. So my grandma cooked. Everybody cooked in our household. So it was just something like was always there, but I never knew I loved it as much. 
Until you went to the home ec. Until I went to home ec. And even still, it wasn't like, oh my gosh, I love this so much, I'm going to be a chef one day. That wasn't mm-hmm. the idea. It was just, oh, I love to kind of put things together and make it taste good. So I still hadn't developed that idea of I want to do this as a lifelong career. Mm-hmm. That didn't come along until after college. Mm. Years later, um, I know that when I was in Tampa, I would cook Sunday dinners with friends. And honestly, I didn't even know my food was good to people. But people mm-hmm. would say things like, man, this is good. Oh, no, let Tab cook. By the way, that's my nickname. Let Tab yeah. cook. Let, you know, let her do the macaroni and cheese. Let her do this. And um, so even still, it didn't hit me. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a gift. It didn't hit me. It was just like, I love to do it. I like to have people over. I like for people to sit around and talk. So... Let's cook. And then when I went to Charlotte, we did Sunday dinners. Yes, I, I was a part of those Sunday dinners. <laughs> Faithfully, Sunday wine down, great conversation, lots of wine, plenty of dinner. And that's still at that point, it wasn't, I want to do this professionally. It was just like, I love the fact that I get to bring my friends together mm-hmm. and we get to eat and they get to tell me how good my food is. So at what point did it shift? Once I left Charlotte and I wasn't doing Sunday dinners anymore because I didn't really have friends back in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of missed something. Something was missing. So I was like, you know what? I've already been to school 15,000 times, so why not go back? So I went to culinary school. Hold on. Talk about what did you get your undergraduate degree and what was the next group? Why we gotta go got to go there? I'm just kidding. So I got my undergrad in communication studies because at one point I thought it was going to be like some, you know, high class PR rep didn't quite like that route. So (laughs) decided to get my master's. I got that in public administration because I was going to be, you know, some big class nonprofit organization type person. Mm -hmm. I didn't quite rock me either. So, um, but I don't know. It was like going to school was something like people tell you, you just have to go. So I kind of like went to school because that was the norm. That was mm-hmm. what was expected. Like, if I could turn back time, yes. I would have never went to college. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, I probably would have went straight to culinary school. Okay. But, you know, thousands of loans later, I'm here. <laughs> so talk about that shift for me when you realized, okay, I have something here. Let me go to or let me look into uh, culinary school. So once I relocated from Charlotte back to Florida, I miss cooking. I miss like, you know, being around my friends and bringing people together. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to take like cooking to a different level. Like I wanted to learn new skills, not just what my mom and my dad taught me. Um, So I just decided one day I'm going to go enroll in culinary school. It's something I like to do. Why not learn more about it? Um, So that's what I did. I enrolled at Le Cordon Bleu. Um, I met some great chefs. Um, I met some great people, and it was inspiring. So mm-hmm. just being in that element, like really in a professional element, doing our restaurant rotations, having to do um, our internships, I was like, I can do this. Like I mm-hmm. really can do this. And so I guess that's where my inspiration really took off after culinary school. Mm. And you talk about your parents who were chefs as well, or they just like to cook a lot? Just home cooks. Like, my mom can throw down, but she doesn't Mm -hmm. like to cook. My dad loves to cook. He used to have a restaurant, knows Mm -hmm. Bahamian seafood. He's had several food trucks, but he never really stuck through it. Like, he just did it for fun, basically. Mm -hmm. And then when he got tired, 
he stopped. And then when he gets excited, he'll start it again. So, yeah. yeah. So after you confirmed, all right, this is it. This is what I want to do. How did Fork and Fresh essentially come to be? Uh, I was laying in my sister's bed, and we were like, we're going to sell some food, but we need a name, something catchy. And we were saying, oh, we're going to do nose this, nose that, because, you know, we think our last name is all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> we, we really do. And so we were like, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And I was like, okay, so we need a catchy name. So we were just laying there just tossing out ideas. And then all of a sudden I was like, what about Fork and Fresh? And she was like, yeah, like bleep, bleep, fresh. I'm like, yeah, but with the F-O-R-K-I-N. And she was like, yeah. So <laughs> that's how the name came out. And we just stuck with it. And then that whole night we was like, don't fork with us. Oh, it's forking good. Oh, we don't <laughs> fork around. <laughs> so we were playing around with the word and it just stuck. And then I think I called Jerry uh, my friend at the time, and I was like, what about Fork and Fresh? He was like, yeah, I like it. And then we started asking people, and they was like, yeah, yeah. So now we have Fork and Fresh. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. <laughs> so you talk about this kind of being like a, a family thing. Yeah. Well, something like that. I mean, my family is involved. My mom helps me out. My sisters help me out as needed. But I wouldn't per se it's a family-owned business. It's my okay. business, and they chip in when I need them to. Okay, got yeah. it, got it. So when times are tough and you're juggling, because you have a full-time job as well, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's outside of the industry of, mm-hmm. like, uh, food? Yep. I am an assistant property manager, full-time, 9 to 5, five days out of the week. <laughs> so how do you balance, essentially... Uh, growing your business, which is where you get the most excitement, and then juggling your full-time as well. Like, how do you find the balance between the two? Well, it's hard because, um, like, I don't get the excitement from my job, mm-hmm. but I know that I need it for income purposes to support my, you know, my goals when it comes yeah. to culinary things. Um, so the balance is, the good thing is I don't work weekends, So I'm able to take a lot of catering gigs on the weekends. I'm allowed to do, you know, I'm more flexible on the weekends. So I have to put in all the work on the weekends, but it's still hard. Um, And I probably shouldn't say this because it's going to air. But, you know, I use my time at work, you know, to to use my resources, you know. I make make time to do what they're paying me to do. And then when I got an extra hour or two, I squeeze in some fork and fresh stuff, you know. (laughs) You got you got to get it in where you can fit it in. No, I can like agree. you have to because my thing is is you're gonna work nine to five and you're going to slave or put in all these hours and all this time for mm-hmm. a company to grow. That's not your company. Mm-hmm. And so when you're you go home, you're depleted. You're tired. You have nothing left to give yourself. So if I'm gonna spend eight hours on somebody's job. Mm-hmm. Fork and Fresh about to get two and three of them hours. Okay, <laughs> that's how I look at it. Use your time wisely. I get all, I get in there. I do all my work by twelve p.m. I'm done with what I need to do for that day. Mm-hmm. Take my lunch break. Fork and Fresh is on the rest of the menu. <laughs> no, that's smart. Yeah, you have to manage your time effectively. 
when you're trying to grow and like really be a on, entrepreneur. Right. I it's think hard. It, it is. It is hard. So I'm glad you're speaking to it. Like speaking of hard, like when you're encountering encountering struggles or like roadblocks, how do you manage your mental health? The biggest thing for me is spirituality. Um, mm-hmm. I have to like, especially days that are really tough for me, I have to go to church. And I am fortunate to be able to sit under a God-fearing man that sees all and knows and understands and gives us the tools to kind of fight these balance, you know, these battles. Um, so prayer is big, you know, worshiping is big for me. Um, and it's just a matter of having that, that peace, that spiritual peace and understanding and knowing that what you're going through mentally, physically, there's somebody that's fighting it for you and you can be at peace knowing that everything's going to work out the way it's supposed to work out. Mm-hmm. So my challenges is if I'm feeling, you know, I don't know, like if I'm feeling like, like something's weighing on me or I'm struggling, it's time to pray. It's time to get up and get into that spiritual realm. And that's what keeps me moving. Mm, that's good. Yeah. So you balance it by going to church and just Absolutely. keeping your spirit. You got got to keep your spirit in check. You know, I like you feed just, you know, feed yourself knowledge, education. You go to school. You got to feed your spirit. You have to. Mm. So that's what keeps me from having breakdowns. Not saying that you don't have them, but it keeps me from hitting rock bottom. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Because people don't talk about that side of being an entrepreneur. Like, you be wanting to flip some tables sometimes. Absolutely. There's yeah. days you go in the bathroom, you cry. <laughs> like, I know you watch that show. What is it with Issa Rae? Oh, um, mm. Insecure? Yeah, there we are. Listen. Talking to that mirror is real. Because <laughs> okay. my mirror in my car is my best friend. <laughs> she knows all my secrets, all my crying. I'm like, listen, I can't do this today. <laughs> and then after I let it all out and I pray, I'm like, let's do it. That's <laughs> yeah. all like one of my currency shifters where she was like, she schedules a cry day. You know, it's in, it's important that you get it all out, regardless of the method, as yeah. long as it's out of your system. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So social currency is about building social networks to gain access, influence, resources and networking in the digital space that affects a person online and offline. Talk to us a little bit about in what ways has social media influenced or empowered you? It definitely empowers me because I follow so many different home cooks, chefs, students, and I'm always getting inspired by things that I see. Mm -hmm. So I'm able to go and create something new by just looking at all the inspiration around me. But also it's allowed me to get in contact with people who don't even know me. And they're like, hey, I've seen your pictures, you know, hey, maybe we can do this together. Maybe Mm -hmm. we can do that. And even catering gigs. I have people that send me DMs all the time about, well, how much do you charge for this? Or how much do you charge? Or, you know, what about these services? So social media is good. It's big. It's important if you use it correctly Mm -hmm. um, because it just it draws a lot of creativity, Um, whether it's me giving out creativity, inspiring somebody else or me pulling in from someone else. Um, So I'm in the beginning phases of learning how to use all these different platforms. Like I use Instagram right now and Facebook. Um, but I was tell I was talking to someone recently that was like, yeah, you got to start doing Periscope. You got to start doing YouTube videos. So that's a new venture that I want to get into. It's like making these videos and connecting more with people and being mm-hmm. more interactive because I see how 
like this one guy that I followed, uh, his name is Darius Williams. Mm-hmm. Like I follow him and I'm like, this is amazing. He gets online and he's just talking and connecting to all his 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 fans. And he's cooking and he's singing and he's like, you know, just vibing. Yeah. I'm like, I do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it just makes you want to, social media for me makes me want to do more. Makes mm-hmm. me want to connect more with people. So. Yeah, you will and you can. Like, yeah, Periscope is cool, but you got IGTV now. And the way they set it up on Instagram is like, it's like a video is already planned mm-hmm. and you watch a little bit and then it stops. It's like, you want to watch it on IGTV? Yeah. You know, it's like, you want that milk with your cookies? <laughs> it's it's really cool because you know what? Think about it. Like, pr- before social media, mm-hmm. you had to really like send letters and whatever the case, whatever steps you had to take to get noticed. To mm-hmm. be on TV or to be on different platforms. Social media has given everybody a platform. Yep. So if you want to be on TV, shoot, be on TV. Yep. <laughs> you know, if you want to do videos, do a video. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's nothing really stopping you from taking your business to the next level. Ain't no stopping you okay. now. We're, We're on, on the move. <laughs> I love music. <laughs> That's... I had a little song on my heart. It's okay. I do it all the time. I know. That's why I did it. Because nine to five, I'd be in that office, straight soul sessions. Yes. A hundred percent. I tell you. And so like, out of all of the advice, like from people giving you advice on social media, on the cooking styles, because you can pretty much cook anything like Mm. vegan. Yeah, I try not to limit myself. Like, I, I like to look up different recipes and get inspired. If I see something, if it's something I want to try, I'm just going to try it. And if it don't come out right, then try it again. <laughs> what's, the, what's the percentage of meals that you've tried that didn't come out right? Like, I feel like you're up Slim there. to none. <laughs> and I don't want to say that to sound arrogant, but I'm, and you know, I'm the biggest critic of myself. Like, I critique myself the hardest. So when I'm cooking for friends, family, I'm like, how did it taste? And they're always like, why you ask that? Because we we can mess up. Like, I don't care how great you are. There's times where you are going to fall. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, fortunately, I haven't failed yet. <laughs> but um, it's I'm always looking for feedback because I get super nervous cooking for people. Like, mm-hmm. super nervous. As much as people tell me how as good as my food is, I'm still super nervous. But it is what it is, you know. I'm mm-hmm. just going to keep doing it. Um, I, I haven't had many bad experiences. Let me just tell you about the story real quick. <laughs> so in culinary school, I was working with this guy who thought he was, like, top chef. Mm-hmm. I got it, man. Let me do this. Let me do this, man. Okay, cool, dude. Salt your fish. Do what you do. <laughs> you know? He came back. He fried it. He flipped it. <laughs> it's time to present our meals. Chef, what is this garbage? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, he got it, you know. And that's the thing. It didn't matter how many times he got shot down by my chef. He came back the next time still feeling like he was on top. I was like, I love him for that. Yeah, Food looks like garbage, but I love him for that because he had so much confidence. So the question you had was um, the biggest piece of advice. Mm-hmm. This would be it. Like, no matter what people say about you or to you, Keep your confidence and do what you love to do. And don't let nobody stop you. I like that. Say it again one more time for the audience. Do what you like to do. Do whatever you love to do and don't let anybody stop you. No matter what they say, no matter what they think, it doesn't matter. It's all about your confidence. 
That's Ooh, what it, it is. Love it. Do do the chef again for me. <laughs> what is this garbage? What is this? He come up, he's standing real close to you, getting your ear. What is this? Put it in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. I love that chef. I love him. <laughs> he little French man. Freaking love him. <laughs> Oh, oh gosh. All right. So this is the speed round. All right. All right. So I'm going to ask you. Not Jeopardy. Family feud. Sorry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you some questions and then whatever comes to mind. Okay. All right. You ready? Do I win money? No. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cool. All right, what gets you out of bed? What gets me out of bed? I just froze. <laughs> she really did freeze. <laughs> what gets me out of bed? Man, just wanted to do better every day. You know, just getting up, knowing that there's something I haven't accomplished yet. Mm-hmm. And so the next day you wake up and you're like, Gotta go after it. I like that. Favorite band? I don't even know. NSYNC counts. <laughs> That's a throwback. NSYNC. First, you know what? Wait, would Jodeci be considered a band? Or a like band a boys or group? a group? You know. Well, I, I love Jodeci. Okay. Jodeci? Yes. Okay. Jodeci. All right. Role model. Role model. Ooh, that's tough. That is really tough for me. I can't even tell you who my role model is, honestly. Um, I mean, I have several people who inspire me in different ways. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I have a role model in particular. I'm just inspired by different people in different ways. Like, my mom inspires me in one way. You know, my aunts, they inspire me. There's um, celebrity chefs that I really, really like watching and following. Mm-hmm. But I can't say that I have one particular role model. Okay. Luxury item. Luxury item. I am so basic. This is hard. <laughs> this is so hard. Like, would a bottle of perfume be luxury? <laughs> I mean, a bottle of perfume. Luxury item. You know, I've never thought about something luxury that I wanted. I mean, luxury has different meanings to different people. Very true. So give me one of those really fancy kitchens. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I can cook in that has like all the most expensive equipment in it. Gas stove. Gas stove has to be, has to have a gas stove in it. Yes. Like chrome. Chrome would be beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some black cabinets. Wood block. I um a wood block um island. So mm-hmm. Chop serve. You know all that. All the knives. Every knife. Just give me a collection of them. <laughs> 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 Just give me the whole knife set. A favorite food. Favorite food, anything with potatoes. I love potatoes. You really do love potatoes? I do. <laughs> French fries, you know. Potatoes help make vodka. Mashed potatoes, yeah. 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 French fries. I, I love a potato for the French fries. There's a guy that sells salt and vinegar French fries. They're amazing. Like he cuts the potato? Well, he has one of those potato cutters and cut them in like little, what is it? The... Ovals? No, not the ovals. Circles? No, not the circles. Wrinkles? Curly fries. 
<laughs> I know you see my hand moving. <laughs> First of all, her hand is going in a circle. <laughs> Curly fries. Oh, I probably should have went like this. Yeah. <laughs> Curly fries, and they're really good. <laughs> Favorite country to visit? Favorite country. I've never been here, but I want to go to Greece. Mm. I feel like that would be my favorite place. I've been to Jamaica, I've been to Puerto Rico, I've been to the Bahamas, but definitely have to make it to Greece. Mm. All right. Why? And it just looks relaxing and beautiful. Like every time I see the pictures, it's like white buildings and blue at the top and this blue ocean. Mm-hmm. I just want to be there. <laughs> and, I, and I love Greek food, so why not go? <laughs> okay, got it. All right. Best way to give back. Best way to give back, um, donating food, you know, time, your energy to people. Um, I personally, like I said, everything I do mostly has food involved. Um, I like feeding people. So, you know, were you there? We did the PB&J project. We made over, I think, 100 and something peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, pass them out to the homeless or get up randomly and make a big old meal and just pass them out to, you know, homeless people or needy people or people that are just in need. So anytime I have a chance to cook and feed people that are less fortunate, that's my way of giving back. Mm. Even those that are not less fortunate, they like to come yeah. and eat. <laughs> yeah. Like in Charlotte, we had, like, they had a house that we would go to. And we would eat, we would celebrate life, we would have conversation, girls' night. Yeah. You know, she made this lasagna. What, what type of oh, lasagna? Oh, pastelon, the Puerto Rican lasagna. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That's everybody's favorite. That, it was so good. Did yeah. It, oh. I remember taking pictures before Instagram blew up and before yeah. Foodies blew up. I used to take great pictures of that lasagna mm-hmm. and, like, her meals that she made. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. That's what I want. Ultimately, I want my company to do is just bring people together. Mm-hmm. That's it. And create memories. Eat good food, laugh, have a good time, and just, you know, get back. We have social media, so everybody's always, like, not connecting. So yes. for me, if I was to open up something, it would be where people can sit down and connect. No phones allowed. You're mm-hmm. here to just connect, like, back in the day, like at your grandma's kitchen table. Yes. You know, that type of feel. Like back in the day when I was young, I'm not a kid <laughs> anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid, kid again. again. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Retirement place. Retirement place. Somebody's island. <laughs> Somebody's island. Maybe Jamaica. Jamaica was so relaxing mm-hmm. and so natural and just, I mean, it was hot. Mm-hmm. Hot as hell, but it was a beautiful place to be. So maybe on an island I can see myself retiring. When I'm rich, if not, then somewhere in Georgia. (laughs) (laughs) What is this, white picket fence? You know? You know, from Beyonce. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Gotta be realistic. Yes. (laughs) Cartoons. Cartoons. Oh, man. Um, well, cartoon movie would be The Lion King. Yeah. And then, but growing up, I love Woody Woodpecker. Woody Woodpecker. Is that him? <laughs> no. <laughs> and, uh, what was the other one? 
Darkwing Duck. Oh, I love Darkwing Duck. I, did. I used to and watch Darkwing Duck. His purple cape. Darkwing Duck. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. All right. Um, drama. Drama. Uh, any reality show. <laughs> Housewives. Uh, I love Housewives of Atlanta and Love and Hip Hop Miami. No, I like not, I like the the Miami one better I, than the New York. Yeah, no, actually, my favorite is Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Rashida. I, my boyfriend doesn't like when I watch that stuff. I don't like when I watch that I stuff. Do. <laughs> I get consumed. I pick up like um, I don't know. It's just like all the the energy. There's so much negative. It's negative. Energy. It's so negative. But the thing is, I don't have a lot of drama in my life. Me either. And so I feel like I live through them vicariously. Like ooh, but then I'm like ooh, why are they doing that? Mm-hmm. But I like to watch it. Yeah, but I don't partake in it, so it's not. I would hope not. No, it's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy. Comedies. Um, I like Norbit. That was one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, hilarious. Um, but I don't have like a. Oh no, I would say Ricky Smiley would probably be my favorite comedian. Mm. He cracks me up. Little Daryl. <laughs> The little Derek character, but I like the church lady that he does. Uh, yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Ricky Smiley's he's hilarious. Yeah, he is. What is happiness? Happiness. Um happiness for me would just be appreciating the small things, you know. Um I think we live in a world where we always want something bigger and better. Mm-hmm. But when you're satisfied with what you have, like if something big comes, it's like, okay, great. But just being appreciative of, you know, the small blessings that you have. Mm-hmm. You know, you appreciate what you have and understand that things could be worse. Yeah. You know, things can be worse. It might not be great, but <laughs> you're in a good position. And, yeah, that's all, that's what it's about, just being appreciative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there anything you would like the listeners to know? Well... What, about me or just, like, in life? Whatever. Well, I think all women should know how to cook. And if you don't, just call me and I'll give you some lessons. <laughs> <laughs> I think all humans need to know how to I cook. All women. I can't, for sure. I can't well, men should cook, it. too. Yeah. They need I to mean, learn how to cook. I was going to get to that. What if I burn both of my hands? Oh, geez. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, then we're going to learn to cook with our toes. <laughs> Like no, but <laughs> men should know how to cook too. Okay. Uh, but no, you know the biggest thing is in life just be grateful and you know never stop trying to accomplish whatever it is that you want to accomplish, big or small. Put your heart in it and go for it. That's it. That's what life is about. Taking like risks. It is about taking risks. Yeah. Just doing the damn thing. Yeah, the journey to success is where you really feel it. Yeah, absolutely. When you take on a journey, and I don't care what it is, whether it's entrepreneurship or whatever, it really does challenge you as a person, and it really helps you learn who you are. So whatever that journey is, like people go through those lock journeys where they lock their hair and they say Mm -hmm. it's a spiritual one for them. But, you know, life is about figuring out who you really are and what you really like. And becoming the person that you feel like you need to be. Mm-hmm. And you'll eventually find your ultimate happiness and your success. But it has to be for you and not anybody else. Excellent. I love that. Yeah. 
thank you so much for being on the show. Absolutely. When I come back. (laughs) (laughs) Let the people know how they can connect with you. Instagram and Facebook at um, Forkin Fresh. So on Instagram is Forkin underscore Fresh. And on Facebook is Team Forkin Fresh. Um, Or you can follow on Instagram, The Forkin Chef. Excellent. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate it. No problem. Thank you to our sponsor for season two, Punto Space. The contemporary raw space combines capacity with intimacy. Four distinct spaces on three levels encompass more than 3,500 square feet. Custom configurations, a state-of-the-art audio-visual system, and full-service support provide endless possibilities for realizing your creative vision. Thank you for joining the conversation. To learn more about Currency Shift, go to currencyshiftnow.com. If you feel as though you fit the criteria as the first, the only, or the disruptive, send us an email, info at currencyshiftnow.com. Until next time, keep pushing, stay motivated, and stay encouraged.